Hey, welcome to the official podcast of St. Luke Amy Church located in Garland, Texas. I am Pastor Amos St. John. And I am Pastor Jasmine St. John. We are the lead pastors of St. Luke Garland. And we're so excited that you have decided to listen to this podcast. Listen, we pray that the message you are about to hear will bless you right where you are. If you want to know any more information about our church, you can visit us at stlukegarland.org. Now, get ready for the word. I am so excited to be back with my church family this morning. You have no idea. I have been praying and asking God to release me to be able to preach this morning. And so I'm excited that I'm in good health, that I'm here with my church family, and that we are worshiping together. It's time for the preach word, and I want you to join me in the book of Philippians. It's a familiar uh, book with a familiar passage. Join me in uh, chapter 3. And I want to read for you verses 12 through 14 out of the New King James Version this morning. The scripture says this. It says, not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren and sisterin. I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Let us pray. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for allowing us to see yet another day. And God, I pray right now in the name of Jesus, that your Holy Ghost rest upon me, God, that that preaching becomes easy, that the words are lifted off of the page and gains its own life, that someone is blessed through the word this morning, that it resonates with someone, Uh, that they share it with someone, that it blesses them, and that the blessing multiplies throughout the week. God, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. It's in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. The title of this sermon this morning, if I have to give it a title, it is called Reach beyond the break and hold on. Ah, On Sunday evening, following the homecoming service of my father, we gathered together as a family at my mother's house. It was my cousins from out of town. It was my cousins that live here in Dallas. And we decided to gather and fellowship together, of course, to love on each other and to provide additional laughter and comfort in our time of mourning. And throughout the night, as we're eating, we decided that we were going to watch as a family, the Stellar Awards. Yes, the Stellar Awards. We have so much to catch up on, but we 
decided to to watch the Stellar Awards. It was going to be a night of entertainment and uplift and gospel songs just lifted throughout the house that we knew were going to minister to us. So we decided to watch the Stellar Awards to watch our friends who Pastor Amos and I have in the gospel industry who performed on that night. So it was our way to kind of shout out our friends who were either performing or winning awards as they called out the names of the best in gospel music on that night as we sat there and we watched category after category being announced it it finally got to the song of the year category and that's given to the song that usually resonates with someone or multiple persons throughout the year that this is the song of the year the song that has kept us through the entire year as a gospel family and the announcer announced the winner and the winner this year was Kiara Sheard featuring Tasha Cobb's Leonard for the song Something Has to Break. Kiara took home the night's top award for song of the year. It was handed to her by none other than hip hop gospel rapper Master P, also known as Percy Miller, if you know. Uh-huh. Now, granted. I know some of you may not even know some of the names that I just threw out there. Kiara Sheard and Tasha Cobbs, Leonard Master P of all people. And that's all right. But the song Something Has to Break talks about the moment when the Holy Spirit enters the room. That when the Holy Spirit is going to have his way, when we yield to the Holy Spirit, something has to break. She, she sings about how lies have to be torn down and, and the spirit will set things that are wrong into right. It talks about how the Holy Spirit, if you yield to it, will get you through tough times. Huh? Have you been through some tough times recently? Come on and raise your hand. Throw some hand emojis or just type amen in the comments so I can hear that you are with me this morning. Perhaps if that song is too modern of a take for your taste. Let me go back to the song that I grew up on. Yes, I may not be that old, but my mother was a gospel radio DJ and she played the songs of her time and our time. And those songs still resonate with me. Let me take you all the way back to the year 1990, where an album, yes, on a record, a vinyl record came out produced by the late Reverend Clay Evans and the Fellowship Baptist Church Choir. Mm -hmm. The album was released on Savoy Records and it was entitled Reach Beyond the Break. One thing that is unique about the, that era of gospel music is that nobody could tell a story like the late, great Clay Evans, uh-huh, or James Cleveland, or the late Timothy Wright. In that era of gospel music, songs would start off with stories of their childhood or experiences or sermonettes just kind of easing us into the gospel song. And in this particular title track, Pastor Clay Evans begins the song of wanting to tell a story that I'm going to share with you this morning. And the story goes that a young man who decided to go swimming one day while he was out with his family, he went out into the deep water. His father and his uncles remained on the bank. And when they looked out after a while, they saw that the young man was about to drown. 
Some of them tried to swim out to him, but the young man started to go down. And naturally his family, especially his father, gets nervous because he cannot swim. And so you can imagine the emotions that the father is feeling, feeling helpless that their son is about to drown and he can't do anything about it. And so he looks on the bank for something and he saw a rope and he threw the rope out to the son that's in the middle of the water and said, son, catch hold of the rope. And the young man caught the rope and the father begins to pull him in. And he pulls him in a little ways and the young man looks up and the rope begins to break. And he cries out to his father, 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 my rope is breaking. And the father applied to the son, reach beyond the break and hold on. When I asked the Lord, On this Sunday, what would you have for me to preach to your people? What would you have me to say when my heart is still broken? When what would you have me to preach to your people while people are still stressed and perhaps worried about their own circumstances? When there is still here we are, August of 2021, 17 months after the first case of COVID has hit the United States and we are still teetering between quarantine and all the way out being sick and coronavirus being gone and here comes another variant how do we get through uh, the the wars and signs of wars and rumors of wars overseas that involve our own country what what do you need me to say lord this sunday to minister to these your children lord he said this he wanted me to just stop by for just a moment just to tell you That when you get discouraged, when you get depressed about your present situation, when your heart is broken, when things seem uh, to change not as fast as you thought it would, when you have missed the mark or you feel stretched and your rope begins to break. God wants you, yes, you to reach beyond the break and hold on. Yeah, it may seem like I'm preaching to myself, but I know that there is someone out there because God would not have told me to tell you that you have reached your breaking point, that, that you too are discouraged, that you too feel helpless, that you too feel heartbroken, that you too have a transition that is going on in your life. And you also feel like you don't know what to do. And you have cried out in your private time, father, father. The rope is breaking. What what do I do? And he's saying this morning, reach beyond the break and hold on. I want you right where you are in your living room or in your bedroom. I want you to just stretch out your arms right in front of you. And I want you to practice reaching beyond the break and hold on. Come on, come on, come on, church, and reach with me. Come on, come on, and physically reach with me. Come on, and type reach with me. Come on, and praise the Lord. We are going to reach beyond the break and hold on. But the Bible says in our text this morning that even Paul has written to remind those of us who have faith in Christ Jesus 
that our call to accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior doesn't just wipe the slate clean. It doesn't absolve us from ever having any issues. It doesn't eliminate bad things from happening to us. But it does mean that in our life, when we have accepted Christ as our Lord and Savior, we know who to go to when our rope begins to break. We know who to go to when our life has been turned upside down. We know who to go to when we encounter things that push us beyond our comfort zone. We, we know who to go to when we're sitting at the crossroads of a major decision in our life. Verse 13 says, forgetting those things that are behind those past hurts, those past disappointments, those past doubts, those past losses, those past missteps. We ought to forget those things that are behind and reach, reaching forward to those things which are ahead. It does not mean that that which behind is not significant. It does not mean that it did not have impact. It does not mean that it did not shape you in any way. It does not mean that that season that you went through is all for naught. What the Lord is saying is that instead of being stretched, holding on between your past and the place where he is trying to bring you that is in front of you. You have to get to the place to reach beyond the breaking rope of waning hope and the mindset that there's no use in reaching because that which is ahead of you is not going to be different than what is behind you. God is saying he wants you to reach anyway. He wants you to do it anyway. He wants you to go for it anyway. He wants you to get excited about the things to come anyway. He wants you to do your best anyway. It may not be where you want to be, but do it anyway. He wants you to reach anyway. He wants us not only to reach forward, but he wants us to press Press in towards the goal that he has set before you in your individual life. He has not called you to be complacent, but he has called you to fulfill a major purpose and influence in this season. To set the standard to come into your own and become all that he has called you to be. You don't believe me? Uh-huh. Come on here, Joshua. Joshua had walked with Moses as his assistant through the books of Exodus and the book of Numbers. And he was identified as one of the spies to scope out the land that God had promised to the Israelites when they were in the wilderness. It was not until Joshua suffered loss, the death of Moses, that it was then that God had called him to take hold of the land that was promised to the Israelites. It was out of the place of loss that Joshua received the commission from God to go over the Jordan where God had told him that every place his foot treads upon, he has already given to him just like he has given Moses. So what is God going to give you out of your place of loss. Oh, and yes, we have 
all lost some things this year. We, some of it may have been people. Some of it may have been employment or positions. Some of it may have been subsequent uh, income. Some have, some have had losses uh, in the trust that we have to move, move freely and engage in that uh, environment that is around us, feeling safe in our own space from this invisible virus. Uh, some of us have lost just going about life the way that we used to in friends and, and things that are, have been in, my, in our lives as staples. We've all experienced some kind of loss. So, so we've lost some trust in those that govern us. huh? And yet it is out of a place of loss. But the Lord is saying, I know that you are tired. I know that you are wondering when some sense of real normal will return. And he is saying, now is not the time to be weary. He sees you going under. He has thrown out the rope and he's pulling you back in. And now it is the time at your breaking point when it feels like you can't give anymore to reach out and act in faith and hold on. We will all experience a place of breaking and it does not matter that you, it does not mean that you should never go out into the deep or that you shouldn't try something new. It doesn't mean that you should not try anything out of the fear that you may get in over your head. God is tapping you on the shoulder saying, go for it. And when you feel like you're in over your head, reach for me, God says, and I will be there to throw out the rope. And if that rope begins to break, reach again. And if it, if the rope begins to unravel once more in the midst of executing the plan, reach again. And until you get to the safe shore, you have to reach again and hold on. We have to get to the place where we mature in our faith that even when we get into the place of the deep and we feel like we may drown by the things that are being thrown at us and our faith wavers because we are on decision overload. And even when things seem like they're all good and then something comes to throw your faith off track, God is saying to us in order for us to get from where we are and how we feel in this moment, we have to reach beyond the break and hold on. He wants us to reach church. Yes, he does. And before I close, let me leave you with these three things, these three thoughts for consideration. Our charge for this morning are these three points that I'm gonna share with you. And that's point number one is reach up. The blessing of salvation is that we have someone that we can go to to help us through hard times that we experience in life. We must reach up. We must lift our hands and surrender, admitting in times where we know that we cannot do it alone. We reach up admitting that we need him. We have to let God take control of our life. It is because God has reached down to us first, bidding us to come all who are heavy laden so that he can give us rest that we must reach up to him. It is because of Jesus Christ, because of his grace that we do not deserve that we must reach up to him, that we must come to him once again. We have to renew our heart and our mind and fix it on Jesus and the promises that are before us. We must reach up. 
And then point number two, reach in. We all need to grow and we need help to grow with each other. The sign of progress of anything is growth. Yes, we may feel like we're at the breaking point as a church because we have not been able to come together in 17 months out of the abundance of caution. It may feel like at times that we are just going through the motions or perhaps in this holding pattern because we cannot see the fruits of our labor. We cannot see each other face to face. We can't see each other and pray with each other and lay hands on each other and commune with one another ah, week after week, but the Lord has kept us in season and out of season. Ah, he's allowed us to see the fruit of our faithfulness and renewed our strength through prayer and fasting. He has renewed our covenant with him as we have exercised our gift of generosity that our church house has been maintained and managed, that our assessments have been paid, that our bills are paid because the Lord has kept us. And it's not by happenstance. It's by the fact that you are faithful enough to reach beyond that break and hold on. When we reach in, we learn to love each other in the church and create unity as we focus on serving God. When you reach in, it will cause a change in your life for the better and you will begin to see marked growth in your relationship with God. So first we have to reach up and then we have to reach in. And then lastly, point number three is reach out. When your rope of hope begins to break and when you feel like the help that we were given may not be enough to get us through from day to day, uh, through one more moment or one more delay, we must reach out. We have to reach out to those that have the same faith in God that we have to help us pray us through. We have to reach out to those who know how to call on the name of Jesus and don't have to ask or be nosy as to what they're praying for. But they can call on the name of Jesus for you and you in moments where you can't call out his name for yourself. We have to reach out even if no one is reaching out to you. We must help those in need who care about us surround us with love, those that are not afraid to plead on the blood of Jesus for your radical remission and healing. We have to reach out to the Savior, our Father, who was the one who was holding on to the other end of the rope. Times like these, we have to reach up, we have to reach in, we have to reach out. We must reach beyond the break and hold on. We must reach forward to what lies ahead. In times like these church, when we are unsure, we must reach forward. We have to reach beyond the break and then hold on. Are you ready to reach this morning? Are you ready to go forward? And are you ready to, to press towards that which God has for us. You see, we're, we're getting to uh, the first year, Mark, the, the anniversary of us being together as your pastors. And God is still talking and has vision. 
And even though this may feel like a holding pattern where where we're not together in the church, this is not church like we're used to. And it may be uh, disconnecting you in some way. Or perhaps some other people have fallen away from the church because we've been home too long. Trust me when I tell you the Lord is still speaking and he sees you going down. He is throwing out that rope saying, listen, all of this is because I'm trying to push you towards what I have for you. But some things had to pass away. Some, some things had to fall away. Some mindsets had to fall away. So that when we do come back together, we're more thankful and we're grateful for that which he has brought us through. And we're thankful and grateful for what he is going to do. Nobody said that the road would be easy. But church, I'm here as a witness that if you reach beyond the break and hold on, God will take care of the rest. Amen, somebody. Now listen, you may have been watching this morning and you have enjoyed our worship experience online, but you have never taken that faith step to give your life to Christ for yourself. And I'm offering him to you today. I'm praying right now in the name of Jesus that you feel him in your heart, that you allow God to rest and stir up the gifts within you and that you accept Jesus as your Savior. You may be saying, Pastor Jasmine, how how do I do all of that Uh, through the computer, through the the television screen? How, How do I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior? And here is all that you have to do. I'm going to pray this prayer of salvation with you. And that's all that the Bible says is that if we confess with our mouth and believe in our hearts that Jesus is Lord, we are saved. So come on and pray this prayer of salvation with me. Come on, church, let's pray together. Dear Jesus, I am a sinner and I am sorry. I come before you this morning to say thank you for saving me. I want you to enter into my heart and clean me up, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Today I confess that you were born, that you died for my sins, that you rose on the third day, and that you are coming back again soon. I give my life over to you now, boldly and confidently, so that if anybody else asks if I am saved, I'll be able to declare without a doubt that I am saved, I am saved, I am saved. If you prayed that prayer for the very first time, I encourage you now to let us know in the comments. Or if you would like to, you can email us at info at stlukegarland.org and we will continue to walk out your salvation walk with you. Or if you desire to go ahead and join our church family this morning, we would love to have you. And so we pray right now that you go ahead and let us know in the comments that you want to be a part of this body of believers. 
And then also send us an email at info at stlukegarland.org so that we can begin to walk out this new member uh, walk with you as well. I pray that this sermon blessed you. I pray that it is just what you needed. I pray that God uh, blesses you this week and I pray that you enjoy your family. Until next time, I love you and there's nothing that you can do about it. Be blessed. Hey family, we pray that this word has encouraged and inspired you. And right where you are, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast so that you can listen to the word of God each and every single week. If you want to know more information about St. Luke Garland, or if you want to sew, please visit our website at stlukegarland.org. We'll see you next week.